Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we are honoured to have Abigail in the house. Oh, yep. And she's uh, worked in domestic abuse centre and she's going to explain to us the ins and outs of the job, why she does it and what motivates her. So nice to have you here today. Thank you very much. So tell us, what made you, how long have you worked in the industry and what made you want to get a job there? Um, well, I've only worked in this particular charity for about two and a half years. Um, uh, the charity focuses on perpetrators of domestic abuse and um, sort of potential ways that um, they can be challenged in their behaviour to stop their harm towards their partners and children, uh, kind of working with with the root of the problem instead of just focusing on the victim as the issue. So, yeah. What is What are the common trends that you find from the perpetrator? Um, I mean, I don't work with the perpetrators myself, but my staff members do. And uh, one of the things which I think has emerged most to me is the fact, the kind of common theme that all perpetrators seem to have in common is fear of a loss of control over their partner or a situation um, and fear about expressing that fear of a loss of control. So it's quite a kind of simple need. I can understand Mm. because as a man you don't want to expose any weakness to your woman. Yeah. um, But at the same time you don't want to leave. Yeah. And yeah, and the control that you might seek to have might, in a way, be something really minor, such as you know she wants to go out with her friends or get a job by herself. But you see that as a threat because of something that you feel about your own, I guess, character or sense of masculinity. But I think that, in a similar way, I think men maybe because of how they're socialized, find it quite hard to be to express their vulnerability and to talk about some of those issues, why they might need to feel they need to abuse someone. And being able to talk about that may help someone. <laughs> are these people, are they mainly working class? Are they, are, are they is it poverty? All backgrounds, or, all, all backgrounds. backgrounds. Okay. And I mean, you'll probably have met people in high powered jobs who seem like they've got it all together, but there may be a very deep-seated control issue going on that you don't see. So it's not confined to ethnicity or class or wealth. <laughs> um, but I started, I got interested in that work because I come from a household where there was quite a lot of domestic abuse. So it felt not really threatening to work in that environment and I don't actually get very upset working in that environment, which probably speaks a bit to... <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but also it makes me feel like I'm doing something useful that... It's a very widespread issue, and I think people probably... If you haven't grown up in that environment, you don't realise how widespread it is. Yeah. 
Maybe. Yeah. You become numb to certain things as an ex, an ex um, military personnel. Yeah. I can become numb to death. Yeah. In certain respects, the only gets, thing that gets me is children. Yeah. You spoke about children. Yeah. Um, do children get hurt as well? I mean, I'm yeah. That. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I mean, I think even if they're not hurt themselves physically, growing up in a household where your mum or your dad is being abused is very impacts children hugely their sense of well safety and stability and their ability to you know if you're a boy growing up in a household where your dad beats your mum you're much more likely to treat women in a similar way and similarly if you're a kid who's if you go into a new relationship and you see someone controlling you, you might be so used to it, having seen your parents behaving like that, that you think it's just normal. <laughs> so, but yeah. If if you could change anything, mm. what would you change about the law and society? Um, I would make it so that the government ring fences a lot more money to put into domestic abuse services there are lots of small charities out there doing good work but it's a lot of it takes a lot of money to provide somewhere to stay for a victim or a perpetrator course for a perpetrator so i think if the government took the issue more seriously in the long term it would probably save money <laughs> do you think at school mm. we could be taught when i say we as as a collective of people mm. um not necessarily more about the violence, but mm. more about how to deal with, how do I say, um, like understanding that you're going to have downfalls in life, yeah. and it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I think and so. Do you see what I mean? Because everything else sounds like a, you're dealing with the after effect rather than crime. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think in some schools they are, you know, teaching young children about consent not necessarily sexual consent but other people's rights and you need to respect other people and i think teaching young boys to teach to treat young women well probably would have a big impact in their adult life <laughs> um, but i do think that things are changing in education slowly so that's and people talk about these things more than they used to so that's good <laughs> I could ask, there's a last question that yeah. I always ask, yeah. and you've kind of answered it, but I will ask it anyway. What's the impact you want to have on the world? Um, I mean, I imagine my impact will not be very grand <laughs> in the large scheme of things, but I suppose to be a reasonable, good person who does interesting, good things and to help people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. Thank you so much. And I wish you well. Thank you very much. <laughs> Before you... We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.